3: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
2: Help! I Suck at Dating! With Dean Ungler and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, welcome to an all-new episode of Help! I Suck at Dating. Jared Haven here, obviously, uh, joined by Dean Ungler. We have a very special guest co-host this week. You know her from Bachelor in Paradise, where she's with the one and only grocery store Joe. In fact, her Zoom is called the Grocer. It is Serena Pitt. Serena, how the hell are you?
4: I'm good, Jared. How's it going? I'm on Joe's like computer with all his pos- podcasting setup, and yeah, he named his account the Grocer. Is you just gotta I'm lean into right
2: it. <laughs> I-, I wish Deans was Deanie yeah. Babies. Just lean right into it, and mine was- should be Mr. Ashley i Yeah, I was gonna missed say, opportunities.
4: I
0: I love how our guest co-host this week has a a far superior podcasting setup to probably both
2: of us.
4: I know. What's going on? We got cords on your headphones,
0: Jared?
2: Yeah, what a loser. All right, this is not about my podcast equipment from 2009, all right? Listen, I just opened up a business. I'm trying to sell bagels. I'm I'm saving money here. Uh, Serena, it's a little awkward because we're a dating podcast and you're sitting right next to your significant other. But we're gonna talk about him a little bit. We're gonna talk about your relationship a little bit cause you know, this is what we do on a dating podcast. So first of all, how are you? How is Chicago uh, and uh, how's your mental state?
4: <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. Life's pretty crazy right now. Um, Chicago is good. We're actually not there anymore. Um, we just kind of sort of, Joe moved to New York is kind of the narrative right now because I'm still waiting on a visa. So I'm here right now, but, like, technically don't live here officially. But hopefully when that comes through this week is the plan, then I'll ship all my stuff out and, like, officially move here. But, yeah, we're in Chelsea, New York. The place is a disaster right now, other than this, like, one corner that I'm filming in, just because moving is stressful. But it's been good. My mental state's good. Joe and I are excited kind of to take the next step.
0: Wait, Chelsea, New York, that's a pretty good area, right? That's kind of... uh... That's like Hudson Yards sort of, right?
4: Yeah. So we didn't really um, like we originally were looking at Williamsburg and Brooklyn just because we really love that area. And then we did do a day looking at Upper West. And one of the apartments we saw was in Chelsea, which is actually where our realtor lives, who's like a friend of ours. Um, And we just loved the area. I mean, there's Hmm. just so many really good restaurants. We're like right below Hudson Yards, like West Chelsea. So like two blocks up is like the big mall with the vessel and all that. Um, Mm -hmm. and then it's like a 10 minute walk down to the meatpacking district. So it's a really good spot. We like it. What,
0: What made you guys choose New York? Neutral territory?
4: Yeah. Neutral territory. Um, like I love Toronto. All my friends and family are there. Same with him for Chicago. So we did do the back and forth and then it just became a lot like traveling back and forth. Like even we definitely talked about getting a place in each city, But even doing that and then flying back constantly, just it became super draining. Um, And, yeah, he's always wanted to live in New York. He, like, loves New York. He's a big city dude. So this is, like, his dream come true, which I think is probably, like, news to a lot of people.
2: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Um,
4: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm very confused. Granted, all right, listen. I've had a kid, started a business, bought a house, like, a lot going on. So I've been keeping up. So you guys moved to New York. And Joe's cool with that?
4: It was like, (laughs) oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Joe is, like, the biggest New York fan. Like, I probably had a harder time leaving Toronto than he did. Not that he didn't have... He's, like, a Chicago boy, right? Like, through and through. His family's out there. All of that good stuff. But, yeah, he loves New York. He needs, like, hustle, bustle, energy. He's a big city guy. He wants to try, like, every restaurant on every block here Mm -hmm. he's lived in Chicago his whole life so like he's turning 36 next week and he's like I've been here for my whole life he was like so ready for a change like he was sad to leave his family and friends but like so excited for the move and so excited to live in New York whereas obviously I'm really excited but like a big portion of that is yes I love New York and like I see our future being good here and I'm really excited to move in with him but like leaving Toronto was definitely like challenge but I'm really happy that we did it but yeah I think a lot of people were like why are you leaving Chicago like we did not see this coming I think people probably think that like I pulled him out of Chicago
0: no I feel like New York is a good compromise and I've obviously guys discussed it quite a bit and like who am I to say that but I feel like you guys found the right place because it's uh it's close enough to both Chicago and Toronto right and it's like a new place but it's uh, like New York is like I feel like in my opinion too I've always wanted to live in like LA New York and like London at some point in my life, right? Just to like see if you yeah. like it. Just do it for a year. That way you can look back and be like, yeah, we lived in this place for however long. It was a great experience, whatever it is. Um, so I, I'm super happy for you guys. It sounds like you obviously are uh, doing great. You said his birthday is coming up next week. What uh, what do you have planned for him?
4: Yes, his birthday is on Tuesday. Um, I just told him last night that I got us at Don Angie's,
0: so That's we're going to there for dinner.
4: April 12th, yeah. Nice. Okay. Um, and then I ordered him, like, a really beautiful coffee machine from DeLonghi, and it got here before I did, but I ordered mm. it specifically off Amazon so that it wouldn't, like, come in any branded boxing. Well, little did I know, it, like, still comes from the same warehouse, and he's like, did you get me a coffee machine for my <laughs> birthday? Because one just showed up at our apartment. So, and then, that's... yeah, my parents come in the next day for a few days, so it's been busy.
0: Nice. 36, man. That's He's getting up there.
4: <laughs> yeah, don't tell him that.
0: Well, Listen, no, Dean, I think you would probably. You're agree gonna get with there me. one day I, too. I'm, all right, bud.
4: How old well, are you?
0: Well, I I only ask because I'm turning 31 on Sunday. This is the following Sunday, so Joe oh. and I are both Aries babies. There you
4: go. I wish
0: Kayla would got me like a fancy coffee maker. I don't know what she's gonna do for me yet. But uh, do you find it difficult to shop for him? Because Kayla always says that I'm the hardest person to shop for.
4: He's impossible to shop for. He's <laughs> so hard. I mean. He literally got the coffee machine and was like, this is way better than your Christmas gift. Like, you're improving. So, good job. What did you get him for Christmas? <laughs> was your Christmas gift? I got him a bunch of stuff. No, Christmas was good, too. But, like, this is definitely a better gift. But I got him, like, a Theragun, which mm. he's addicted to. And then, like, pillow slides. I think I got him, like, a cashmere scarf. He is so bougie. Like, he just loves, like, high-end expensive, bougie Joe's which is, like, so out of my wheelhouse. Oh, he is a bougie bitch, 100% through and through. So, like, and that's not me. So, like, shopping for that stuff is, like, so out of my comfort zone. And then he's picky. Like, he's really picky. He's worse than me. Like, you would think, I feel like the stereotype is the girl in the relationship. I'm, like, so much easier to shop for, I feel like, than him.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like your flip-flop of Kaylin and I, because she's very picky and very... Uh, I wouldn't call Caitlyn bougie, but she's like likes the high end stuff, you know, and I could care less about all that kind of stuff. So it's I basically have okay. just foregone buying her clothing and jewelry because every I mean, she would appreciate it. Sure. But I don't think that uh, she would ever really wear anything. Like I got her a red and stimpy shirt and she's worn it like maybe once, maybe twice. And I am like, it's her a red she's and like, stimpy shirt. It's the coolest so shirt ever. <laughs> yeah, and then
4: then a just, gift card <laughs> in seat? the bottom of
0: the closet. I'm yeah. like, I spent twenty five dollars on this thing. And you're not going to wear it. Come on. <laughs> Um, I no, find, but that, that's funny that you guys do the opposite because I would have guessed the otherwise
2: I find that I'm Ashley tells me I'm the easiest person to shop for and I couldn't agree more she got me hmm. a Superman and Batman poster for Christmas and I was losing my mind
4: <laughs> that's like your dream
2: oh yeah anything to do well, with Boston sports Brady or like Superman I'm in
4: You're set. I'm set. Well, Joe posted a photo a few weeks ago. I think it was a Jack Nicholson photo of him like smoking a cigarette or something. And he called me and was like, "Okay, so I want you to get this for me, but not for my birthday, because I'll like it won't be a surprise. So like just remember. And then for Christmas, get it for me so that I'll have forgotten that I told you to get it for me. Is that like this is what I want?
2: Is that his Twitter profile picture?
4: Probably. Yeah. Every time I
2: see this picture of Jack Nicholson, I'm like, who the is this i'm like oh yeah that's right it's joe like every time i see it i'm like who is this oh who do i follow oh it's joe tell
4: him that because i'm like you're my fiance and i see your tweets pop up and i don't even know who they are
0: (laughs) (laughs) but here okay so here's my issue with gifts uh and this is why kaylin absolutely hates getting me gifts is because um we have already so much stuff and kaylin especially receives a lot of like gifting from brands i'm sure Mm -hmm. serena you do too And so our house is just always cluttered with like boxes, empty boxes and like crap that we don't really use very much, but it's nice to have. And so I always tell her, I'm like, I don't want anything because A, we already have way like we have 130% capacity of stuff in our house right now. Um, And B, like if I really wanted it that bad, I would just go out on my own and buy it for myself. And so like, there's nothing you could get me that I don't already have that I actually want. You know what I mean? So she... She it hates it because she never knows what to get me. And so what we've resorted to doing or what we're re- like in the process of resorting to doing now is instead of getting like a object for that person. We'll like, like you're doing, like take them to dinner or go on a trip somewhere or like, you know, like those types of things that you don't necessarily like collect, but it's more like an experience, I guess. And that's kind of the train that we've been on lately solely because of the insane amount of clutter in our house. And we just can't put anything else anywhere else, you know? And and I'm sure New York, like, you guys probably have a smaller apartment, too. So it's going to be very cluttered there as well, I would imagine.
4: Oh, yeah. Well, my birthday was in October. And, yeah, I was getting— It was, like, right when Paradise ended. So, like, I was getting so many things in the mail. And which is great, but like, then it's like, I don't want to add on top of that. I'm already trying to like organize what I have. So I literally told all my family because they were like, we want to get you something. And I was like, I don't need things. Like, just get me like plain gift cards, like Air Canada, United. Just get me like a gift card to an airline because I was traveling back and forth so much to Chicago. Still, I was like, this is something that I will use 100% and it's not going to take up any space.
0: Yeah, that's a good idea. The gift cards for the airlines. That's nice. And then I I always say, like, I don't know. I hate hate the concept of giving gifts. I want, like, I would rather receive gifts on, like, a random day in a random month for no reason at all than to, like, receive a gift on Christmas or birthday or Easter or something like that. You know what I mean? It's like an awkward
4: interaction. I find gift giving on, like, specific holidays is a very uncomfortable interaction for both parties because you're opening it being, like, hopefully I don't have to pretend that I like this. And yeah. they're giving it to being like, hopefully they like this. I've had, like, had full-on
2: if... fights with cousins about gifts. Because like I'll get them something, and they're like, why did you get me something? I didn't get you anything for Christmas. And I'm like, I don't need anything. Yeah. I wanted to give you something. And they're like, well, I feel like an right now and i'm like well just take the damn gift and like i don't want the gift and i'm like well i bought it i'm not going to return it just take the gift you don't have to get me anything and they're like well now i'm going to get you something next week and i'm like well i'm not going to accept it if you get me something in return because i already gifted you something you didn't think of me in the first place which is totally fine you don't have to but just take the gift and then it turns hey, into like a fist fight
0: jared jared take a breath man take it just take <laughs>
2: one one quick breath
0: Um, No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And then it's like, if you guys are exchanging gifts, one gift might be worth like 20 bucks and the other one might be worth like 100 bucks. And then the one that got the $20 gift is upset.
2: You know what the worst type of person is? Is the person who you are part of a secret Santa with and it says, don't spend more than $25. And it's the person that spends like 70 bucks on a gift. And you're like, just get the hell out of here. Nobody wants your gift anymore.
4: No, no, I hate that too.
0: True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well,
2: watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard.
1: The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight, and honestly, the answer is yes.
2: Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners
1: Find Love at First Sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions.
2: At Walmart, there's a whole collection of Black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show Black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase.
0: Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart.
1: Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include the Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter.
2: offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches.
1: There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.
0: Serena, besides the birthday and besides the move, what else um, is going on in your guys' life?
4: I don't know. I mean, I feel like the move has, like, been so all-consuming because we literally came to New York, like, last month, picked the place. Like, Joe signed it and, like, moved in two weeks later. So, like, it has been so consuming of, like, packing. Like, I was just in L.A., which, like, was terrible timing because I had already committed to an event out there. So, like, he had to basically move in here alone. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, now life is just going to be us exploring a new city and like he's got the podcast and the sauce brand I'm doing influencer stuff so
0: don't you have a podcast as well
4: no so I filled in Tasha left um happy hour and then I filled in her spot for Clayton season Mm. on bachelor happy hour and then Michelle just jumped on um who was like it was always the plan of like I leave after Clayton season and she's now the new like full-time host with Becca
0: nice well they're missing out because I mean come on they got the great host right here (laughs)
4: i know with with the podcast equipment
2: ready to go which already uh is superior to dean and mine's podcast equipment i have a question it's like a two-part question one what happens if your visa doesn't come back positively yeah so
4: so that's kind of why we've been like sketchy i mean obviously i'm disclosing all this on the podcast but like i haven't been posting about it on social media just because i feel like i can't give like a holistic explanation of like all the scenarios that could go down until i have it but hypothetically if next week it comes through so backstory i applied i paid like an expedited fee to have it in 15 days so i've been working on this since november it's like a crazy like long process and, like, a part-time it. job so you apply if i knew i was going to get it here within 15 days because i paid like an expedited fee and they came back and had like requested more evidence so they basically <laughs> said like hey received your application like what you have looks good but we need xyz to be submitted to like i don't know just for like a bigger picture of like what i'm going to be contributing to the economy in the u.s Mm -hmm. so that took an extra like five days of me putting together documents sending it off and now we've reset so i hear by next wednesday and if they come back and say like sorry like (laughs) decline like you can't be here um then we'll reassess. But I mean, he signed the lease here. So like we're in this place for a year. I just can then only be in the States for six months out of the year. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to go back to doing back and forth. And I still also can't work here. So like any appearances or opportunities like that, like I'm doing for no money and any like influencer campaigns like have to be shot in Canada.
0: Wow, I've, got a, I've got a question. I'm sure you guys have talked about this, too. So you guys, uh, for the for the uninformed, you guys got engaged on the last season of Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. So you're engaged to get married. Why don't you just like do the 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 paperwork part of the marriage and then just like, you know, piggyback on his citizenship and then like do whatever you want to do later on.
2: Yeah. Why expedite the visa when you can just expedite the marriage? Right.
4: Honestly, we did think about it. Like, it was an option on the table of, like, let's just maybe just go to the court and we'll just get married. But I was already so deep into the visa process at this Mm. point. I'm like, let's just ride this out. I would personally much rather, like, not just, like, get married under the table for a visa. I mean, I think my parents had a difficult enough time with me getting married to a stranger on television. That's true. um, For me to then, like, take away the opportunity of, like, sharing me getting married with my family and friends would kind of be a bummer. Um, so like, we're really fingers crossed. They, the variable with applying for a visa, so like I'm applying for an O-1, which is an entertainer's visa. And they could come back and say like, yep, like you've been given the visa for the three year period, which is the maximum time you can receive it for, which in that case is great because we're going to get married in that three years, no problem. And then I'll just apply for my green card and switch that over. Mm -hmm. But they could also come back and be like, okay, so you've been approved for one month. So like there's just so oh. many variables on the table right now, um, but yeah, we'll find out next week, and then if it's not the three year, we'll just reassess and adjust. I mean, there's not much else to do, I guess, and then maybe get married sooner than we expected.
0: <laughs> that's that's so crappy that that even has to be a thing. But I guess you probably okay. So let's let's go back to the, when you were on The Bachelor, and you were on Matt's season of The Bachelor, right?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And you were living on you were living in Toronto when you were cast for that show. Yeah. So you already kind of knew that in a best case scenario, you'd have to be dealing with all this anyways.
4: Yeah, I mean, I think going on The Bachelor like is one thing because like, I mean, I didn't really like picture myself like, oh, like, yeah, I'm going to be married to an American. But then like, definitely like as I got further into the season and developed feelings for him, I was like independently like, okay, like, I wouldn't have gone on the show to date an American if I wasn't, like, willing to make a move for someone I loved. So, like, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I remember thinking, like, if I end up with this guy, like, we have to figure out where we're going to live. And if that's not Toronto, or if it is Toronto, like, either way, there's, like, a visa involved for someone.
0: So, yeah. and, this and wasn't, like, an out like a, of nowhere. Right, right. You kind of had, like, a boss moment, too, with Bachelor, right? You, you like, got near the end, and you're like, I'm out of here, right?
4: Yes. Yeah, I did send myself I mean, home after Hometowns.
0: Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I, I was, I just didn't want to misremember that. Yeah, you had a moment where you were like, you know what, I'm not into this, and that was, that's awesome. I feel like to go that long, and then like be like, uh, I'm not feeling this. It's, it doesn't happen often enough, and so when it does, I think she takes some pride in that.
4: Thank you, thanks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, I, it was a hard moment. So like, I like. I definitely had, like, friends and family being, like, we're proud of you. I think I feel like I was, like, so deep in it to be, like, okay, but, like, it also sucked. Like, it was a breakup. Like, I hurt someone in the Mm -hmm. process. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it all clearly worked out the way it was supposed to. Like, he's so happy with Rachel. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. with Joe. So, like, it all was the right decision. But, yeah, it's definitely hard, I think, on the show for people to feel like they have the freedom to make their own decisions like about their fate like i feel like it's so consuming that once you get in it you kind of feel like you're like on this ride that you can't get off of until someone like gives you permission to get off of it yeah so like i just remember being like i don't have to be here if i don't want to be here like yeah. i don't have to fall in love with this person if i'm not falling in love with this person
2: Correct. born in canada yeah, engaged in mexico and married in the united states what a story <laughs>
4: Yeah, we've done it all. Done it all. (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. True. You're really covering all your bases
2: there.
4: Yeah. Guess we'll have to go get like married in Europe or something just to (laughs) round that out.
2: No, you have to get married in the States and then live in Europe for at least a year. Uh my second question was because Chicago is so ingrained in Joe, or do you ever think that he's like Do you guys see yourself in New York for a long time or do you think that like you're ultimately going to end back in Chicago or possibly someplace else?
4: I mean, this is definitely like a trial year just because neither of us have lived in New York. I think the tone is if we love it here, this could be like definitely a long-term location for us mm-hmm. um, we definitely didn't move here with any sort of like agreement of like we are gonna live here but like we're settling back down in chicago or like we mm. are settling back down in toronto um so yeah i think this year is gonna definitely determine a lot because obviously when you have kids involved and stuff like being close to family there is a benefit to that uh, but as someone think- going
2: through right now it is a huge benefit obviously do what you guys want but like it's a game changer
4: Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, being down the street and being able to, like— Like, Joe has a lot of friends that have young kids, and, like, I see how they basically are just, like, yeah, I drop my child off, like, at my parents for the day and, like, go do what I need. So, like, if we were to raise kids in New York where we don't have family, like, we would definitely have to know we have a really strong support system here. Um, And, like, I love Toronto. I would raise kids in Toronto in a heartbeat. I just think the challenge is, like, his businesses in Chicago and, like, in reality, like— there's more business opportunity in the States for me as well than there would be in Toronto at this time in our lives. Totally. But who
0: knows? So, you guys have had the conversations about kids then?
4: Oh, yeah. I said on our first date, like, if you don't want kids, like, mm. let's just call it now. Like, it's like a deal breaker for me for sure.
0: Gotcha. And so, how many kids do you want? Two. Okay. It's a good number. Yeah. And Joe's okay with that?
4: Joe said two is his like hard number.
0: <laughs> yeah. I feel like I Joe would like, be a really Three? good dad.
4: Yeah, I think he'll be a good dad, too. He, like, he has a lot of friends with young kids, but I feel like he hasn't had, like, a ton of experience, like, with kids, but he'll be a good dad. Jared, what's it, were you, like, around kids a lot before you had children?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I uh yeah. Just because uh my cousins, who are, like, my brothers and sisters, have had kids, and then also I used mm-hmm. to volunteer at a uh, children's hospital for about eight years, so I dealt with a lot of babies up till about 8 years old. So, I've had a lot of experience with that. Gotcha. But uh, you, you guys were talking about like having one or two kids cuz Ash is dead set on having another one. Mm. Okay. Which listen, of course I want my son to have a sibling. I want to, you know, him yeah. to have a brother or sister. Having said that, the idea of literally doing exactly what we've done for the past year And just doing it all over again, especially for Ash. Again,
4: plus with another kid. That's what
2: I mean. I don't think she realizes that. Like when, you know, if everything knock on wood, everything goes well. And Dawson is a year, year and a half when she gets pregnant again. Mm -hmm.
0: It's
2: like, damn.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but what, what do you think
2: would be better? Do you think it'd be better
0: to like have a bit of a gap between them? Or do you think it'd be better to have them both like in the same phase of life at the same time? That way you're just fully focused on that, you know?
2: I have no idea. I mean, it's so hard because this is our first kid, so I don't really know what the future has in store. Because I've heard so many people, you, so many people give you different advice. They're like, "Oh, the first six months is the hardest," and then other people will be like, "No, when he starts, you know, crawling and walking, you, it becomes much harder because then you can't just like plop him in bed and he'll be fine." So I've heard it You're all a over boy, the place. Right? So it's it's just gonna be kind of trial by error and see like what happens, how how we how it goes with Dawson.
4: You have a little boy?
2: Yeah. So we have a little boy. His okay. Dawson. He's 10 weeks. He's going to be 10 weeks on Monday. Uh, okay. He's awesome. Like everybody who scares you about parenthood, they shouldn't. I mean, listen, it is stressful. I can like even Ashley and I, it adds tension to the relationship to just be completely frank. I mean, it does. Oh,
4: I bet. The lack of sleep like adds tension to anything.
2: Lack of sleep. And then, you know, especially I think us starting a business has really hurt us as well uh because it just consumes a lot of my time so I'm away from home a lot so when I come home she's like okay here's the kid and I'm like all right well I'm <laughs> yeah. really tired and she's like well I've been with him all time all day and I'm really tired and so and then of course just like we miss each other and then like last night we even had a conversation and, you know, I feel it's just tough because especially with a kid, the romance is thrown out the window right now. There's no time for just Ash and I. So she's like, I feel like we're just friends right now. We're not husband and wife. And it's like, no, of course we're husband and wife, but it's just, you know, we're kind of like grinding through right now, getting done what we need to get done and focusing on Dawson and the business. And we we just bought a house and we might have to buy another one. It's a long story. So, um, you know, there's just like we don't go on dates anymore. There's no time. It's never just Ashley and I anymore. It's always Ashley, yeah. and me and Dawson which is wonderful in so many different aspects but obviously when like we sit down in Dawson's in bed it's like all right good night good night like we don't even yeah, talk you're anymore. Fried. Do you guys
0: ever have any like major disputes about uh parenting styles?
2: Not as of right now uh it it will be interesting, you know, obviously everybody has their own ways of doing things uh not just with ash and i but grandparents uh you know siblings aunts and uncles so like everybody kind of you know it's the first grandkid so everybody's like kind of you know very eager to be like oh what about this or what about that but as of right now no ash and i have been really on the same page about our parenting styles
4: did you guys tell anyone the name before the baby was born? Oh
2: yeah, have you met? Well, we I did. don't know if you've met Ashley. I <laughs> was being some funny, but they, they live streamed it on Amazon. <laughs> One, we live streamed oh on my Amazon, gosh. and two, Ashley can't hold anything in, so she was okay. Like, yeah. I'm pretty.
4: My cousin was like that. She she told like everyone the name, but like it is funny because I do like. I feel like people sometimes don't because then you get, like, all of the feedback from the family. Like, everyone feels like they can have, like, an opinion even if it's negative because it's like, well, maybe they'll change it.
2: Oh, I get so defensive now. I had somebody come in the coffee shop the other day and they're like, oh, what's your son's name? And I go, Dawson. And they go, oh. And I want to go, <laughs> what does that mean? Like, that's yeah, a great name.
4: should
2: And she was, it like, not name, in a really negative way, it. but it, she didn't react overly excited you about want them it.
4: to be like oh my god that's the cutest name ever and your baby is a sweet angel exactly. and that's the only appropriate reaction
2: <laughs> oh god i'm not do, dad now hey, do you have an idea for baby number two's name uh no because if it's a boy i have no idea and then if it's a girl i have no idea ashley wanted arena <laughs> oh, yeah. <for> a girl <laughs> so, that makes sense so, so makes no sense. idea for either uh my point what being was is it, that, arena uh arena like if we like a stadium arena and I was like, like "Serena I don't like that.
4: without the S."
2: That is beautiful. Okay, I like Serena better though. I like the S. Arena just Serena. makes me think. It's just like or, she's oh, like, a "Well, stadium. yeah." She's like, "Concerts has been such a you know huge <laughs> oh, no. part of my life." And I'm like, "Ash, you I'm... could
4: spell it with an I."
2: Like Irena. I-rena.
4: Yeah, oh, I can't do that instead of like A R E N
2: A. Irena uh isn't that the yeah. irena's name and me myself and i if you ever me myself and irene that was the name of the movie irene irene,
0: irene. i don't know
2: arena I, no. I don't know
0: hey i'm not a fan of it but i do appreciate the creativity and i'll learn to love it if she does decide to name the, the
2: first baby <laughs> girl, you could always
4: call it R- Irina. Irina for short just r-e-n-a
2: i don't like any of the above
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay so
2: hard
0: fast. um well you guys let's take a quick break uh we went a little over on time there so let's take a quick break and uh, we'll come right back and get to some emails and some of our hot topics for the day so stay tuned true love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that it's taking long walks together in the summer gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard.
1: The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes.
2: Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same. And I love her so much. And I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me.
1: Go to walmart.com slash Black & Unlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now.
0: Well, Kalen, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is
2: unbeatable. Uh, Well, we were going to do Hot Topics, but I think uh, we had such a great time talking to each other. We're not going to do Hot Topics today. Instead, we're going to jump right into emails. Yeah, let's get to the juicy stuff, the good stuff, Dean. Uh, I'll read the first email. It's from Sienna. Great name. Uh, This is a question for everybody. When was the moment you knew you were in love with your significant other? Do you remember that specific moment when it happened? I want to ask you, Serena, first, because... Was Joe even on your radar in Paradise? I can't remember did Did you know who Joe was when you first met him down in Paradise?
4: So I knew who he was. I watched back a season, so i I do remember the whole like grocery store Joe Twitter explosion. Um, but like I didn't follow him on Instagram or anything. I didn't even really watch his season of Paradise. I think I watched like maybe two or three episodes, and then I was never on Clickbait. Like, we never met or anything. Like, I know a couple of the girls from my season did clickbait, and they were like, oh, yeah, I met Grocery Joe. Um, but I didn't know he was going to be there. Like, I think everyone goes through, like, past cast members of, like, who might be there. And I think I asked one of the producers if he would be, like, one time. And obviously the answer is, like, I don't know. You'll have to see. And then kind of, like, forgot about it. So, yeah, I remember walking down. I was like, what the hell? store Joe's here? It's so random. Um, and then we just totally headed it off, like, right out of the gate, obviously. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, when, because I remember when I told him I loved him, but I don't know if I remember the moment that I was, like, I'm in love with this guy. Oh, I do. I do remember, (laughs) because I was, like, crying in an interview. Um, it was the night this, so I don't think I knew I was in love with him at this point, but, like, looking back, I definitely was, because I was, like, really emotional beyond belief but they had me do a chat with wells and like i hadn't expressed my feelings for him at all really um just because it's so not my comfort zone and he was like you have to tell him how you feel and i was like sweating like freaking out like totally panicking then they took me into interview and they were obviously having me recap a lot of the stuff that was going on with his ex and like Mm -hmm. talking about that which was hard and i just remember like getting super emotional and literally talking to my producer who is like, I'm very close with her. I'm very comfortable with her. And I was like, I'm freaking out. And I started crying. I was like, I'm freaking out. I'm honestly having a total panic attack. Like, I have never felt this way for anyone before. Like, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm in a super vulnerable position right now where like, there's a lot going on in his personal life on this beach. Like, I don't know what the- to do Um, and she was like oh my god are you okay I was like I'm not I'm really not okay and then that was the night that I decided to tell him that I was falling in love with him Mm -hmm. but like looking back like I'm pretty sure that I was already in love with him but like I just wasn't ready to like jump that step
0: right you like protected yourself with the verbiage
4: yeah I was like let's see if he's even gonna say it back first and then like down the line but like I'm glad I did that because I think when I said that I loved him like I was so much more certain and it just like felt so much better than if I had, like, 10 days in been like, I love you. ah yeah. And then, like, I think I would have questioned if I actually meant it. Whereas, like, when I said it later, I was like, I really know I feel this way and I mean it.
0: So there wasn't, like, one defining moment where he, like, uh like cut his steak a certain way and you're like, I can love this guy.
4: No, but I do remember <laughs> after Fantasy Suites, they had me, like, stand there and they had him walk down the beach, like, away before the whole final rose mm-hmm. day and I remember as he was walking away because they had me stand there for like I don't know 10 mm-hmm. minutes I had the like oh my god like I'm going to marry this guy like this is my husband like mm-hmm. this is it I know it like I know he's the one like I was just like wow like I'm that was the like I can picture it and like remember that moment so clearly as like a holy shit, like I just found my husband kind of thing but the falling in love thing I think was like gradual and over time and definitely like blurred with all within all the chaos that we were going through
0: Yeah. Did you guys watch uh, Paradise or have rewatched it at all since?
4: We watched Paradise together. Um, I mean, he lived it, but he obviously had to because he does one of the Bachelor Nation podcasts. Oh, right, right. He's like, I need to, like, really know what's going on. Um, And, like, we wanted to watch it. There was definitely, like, for the most part, moments. Everything was pretty good to watch. I mean, there was some tough stuff, but we've rewatched The Proposal, I think, like, once or twice. Just, like, out of sentiment.
0: (laughs) Nice. That's cute. Jared, what about you? How did you know, or when did you know that you... uh, It took a a lot longer for you than it did for Serena, obviously, to uh, know that you were in love with Ashley. I agree with Serena. You're muted, by the way.
2: Uh, I uh, relate to Serena where it was like one big blur. You know what I mean? My love for Ashley really blossomed over time. And it's hard to pinpoint, like, the moment where I was... You know, obviously, I always go back to the charity event, which happened after our first season of Paradise, where, like... I had a moment to myself thinking I'm an idiot, but like the real love that I have for my wife now really blossomed over time after learning more about her and our relationship and our connection and chemistry and who she is and what she represents. And, um, you know, it really just, you know, it, it was, it's hard to like pinpoint a moment where I was like, this is, this is when I know I'm in love with Ashley. But when I told her I was in love with her, it was that weekend when we went to stagecoach, uh, I know. What a place mm. to tell her in the desert. <laughs> but uh it just we were in bed together and, and we were talking and it just felt like the right moment. So uh but yeah, that's that's my story. Nice.
0: Um and for me, thank you guys for asking, uh it took me a lot longer uh than Kaylin to I guess fall in love. I was way more guarded and I one of my biggest pet peeves I've learned in recent years is when people in a relationship for a couple days, Serena, you kind of alluded to this. And they're just like, they just start blurting out, blurting out, I love you. Like, they, you don't mean it. You don't know what love is. And you're just telling this person you love them. It means nothing because you've known this person for four days. Um, and and you're saying it without meaning it or like knowing how it feels. And so I like, I like made a point to like, wait as long as I possibly could to say it uh, to the point where it like almost became a thorn in our side of our relationship because Caitlin has had said it quite a few times. And I like refused to say it because I'm a coward, I guess you could say that. But uh, there was one trip that I went on specifically. It's, it's funny because the moment that I knew that I was in love with her, she wasn't even there for it. So I went on an expedition essentially um, with a bunch of friends and we were like way up in the mountains. It was like six days long uh, and there's like no cell phone service. And I noticed that every night when I was going to sleep, before I would go to sleep, I would like scroll through my photo album of photos of Kaylin. Uh, and then it like put me, it like gave me comfort and like put me at ease and stuff. And so then I came back from that trip uh, and I was like, yeah, I'm in love with this girl. So mm-hmm. it wasn't even like a moment where she did anything. It was just like a, a realization, I guess, that I had to come to eventually.
2: That's just a great story. That's that a great I'm moment. So and I agree. I yeah. I I would. I would I think your way of doing it, Dean, was so much better. You read of the wait and no before you say it rather than just blurt it out. Because I'm, I'm sure you guys can relate as well. You've had friends that have told each other that they love. Like you've had a friend tell someone else that they love them. And you're like, I don't think you're in love with them. I think you're just saying this <laughs> to say it. And I've even said, I mean, we've all seen it in Bachelor too, where people say these mm-hmm. things, and you're like, "You, I don't think you're really in love." But I guess we'll find out. And then they break up, and then hindsight. I've talked to so many people where they're like, "Ah, maybe I wasn't in love. Maybe, maybe, oh, yeah. maybe it wasn't real love." So, Dean, I think you're way of so many of it. those. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I've done that too with the Bachelor relationship, where I said that the L word way too soon, and I definitely didn't feel it. I think I was just saying it because I thought it's what I was supposed to be saying. And I was obviously way wrong. And also, like, it's it's cool to know um, where, like, I, I really didn't want uh, to fall in love. And it still happened anyway. So, like, that's a cool feeling, you know, like, d- despite my uh, all my efforts to not let it happen, it still happened. It just makes it feel uh, a little bit more comfortable, I guess, for me. But uh, everyone's got their own story. Like, just because, obviously, we have ours doesn't mean there's any right or wrong way to fall in love. I just think that sometimes people... Uh, Express their feelings before they've fully been able to like understand that and that gets people in trouble sometimes
4: You know, what's funny though is my parents have like Both sides to this coin because they met and basically spent like two weeks together right out of the gate Like we're very into each other immediately And after two weeks my mom told my dad that she was in love with him and my dad was basically like you don't know what you're talking about (laughs) Like I've known you for two weeks. Like what are you talking about? Like, how do you know? And she was just like, I know, like, I just know that I'm in love with you. And he was just basically extremely skeptical. And she was like, you're an idiot. We're going to end up together. And then, oh, nice. so, like, I'm more like my dad in these situations. percent. Yeah. But like, I respect my mom because she's like, yeah, look, we've been together for 25 years. Like, obviously, I was right.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's not a sound right. science.
0: Well, after 25 years, it's, it's definitely funny to look back and be like, yeah, I knew what I was talking about. But how many of those, you know, end after three months? But oh, yeah, she's the
4: exception.
0: She's the exception. That's great. That's great. And your dad sounds like like a who as well. He sounds like my kind of guy. All right. Let's get to this last email from Emily. I'll read it since Jared read the first one. Emily says, I just found out that my husband of five years, we've been together for nine, had an affair with a woman for the past two years. I am so heartbroken, angry and confused, but know that I love this man more than anything. I know there are a lot of couples who get over something like this, uh, go to therapy and make it work. But I don't know what to do. My question is, would this be something you could get over with your significant other? What do you guys think? Jared or (laughs) Serena? Jared,
1: take
2: Uh, it away. uh, Listen, uh, two years is a long time to have an affair. This is not like he cheated. It was a one-night thing. He regrets it. Still, obviously not right, but there's different levels of wrong. And so the fact that he was intentionally cheating on you with another woman for two years of your five-year marriage is tough. Like, listen, Emily, you could probably get past it if you guys work hard and you would have to have a lot of forgiveness in your heart. But also at the same time, you might hold it against them for the rest of your life. So I don't. I mean, I'm not sure if there's kids involved. Obviously that changes the conversation as well, but it, I don't know. It's going to be tough because Emily, even if you guys get past this, I feel like in, you know, in a year, he's going to be like, I'm going out with my friends. And in the back of your mind, you're going to be like, is he? And you're going to have to live with that for the rest of your life. And I'm not sure if it's worth it. So that's, you can get past it, but it's not going to be easy. And it really just kind of depends on you have to decide on your level of comfort and, and your how much happiness you want in your relationship because unfortunately i think this is going to be a part of it this will be a part of the conversation of your relationship for forever mm-hmm. i'm curious if for a woman's perspective
4: uh yeah i i have joe and i both have very strong like stances on cheating like that would be an absolute deal breaker i'd be gone immediately but mm-hmm. i mean that doesn't mean i don't have sympathy for like how hard it would be to leave someone that you're in love with i think there's a difference between wanting to get past something and actually knowing you'll be able to get past it anyone that i know that's been cheated on it's like if they stay with that person it's out of desire to get past it and once the breakup happens whether it's like a year or two later about the affair or about something else like it always comes to fruition that like it was always in the back of their mind which i think it would be for me like i would never be able to fully rebuild that trust with someone and like. Yeah, like you said, Jared, if it was a one-night stand, he came home the next morning and, like, immediately confessed to it. Like, that's not to say that that's, like, a good thing. But, like, I think that there's, like, more honesty in that. Whereas, like, a two-year affair, like, that's two years of, like, lying and broken trust and dishonesty. And, like—
2: That's hard to come back from.
4: You might love him, but, like, he's not loving you the way that you're loving him. And, like, that's not something that anyone deserves.
0: And that's so so crazy to think about. They've been married five years, and for forty percent of that time, he was uh, simultaneously dating another woman. Like I, that's crazy to me. I agree. Like there is different, I guess, levels to it. Like you said, Jared and Serena, one night stand still would suck, and it still probably like puts a big thorn in your side. But the fact that this person was with a girl for two years while you were married, like that's crazy. And everyone's different, yeah. and some people can get over it and work through it. Um, I. I don't think I could be that person, but I don't think so. I, I mean, could... maybe, but maybe like, I, I don't know, like certain circumstances, like you said, if there's kids or if you guys really love each other, or if you really feel like he's sorry. But yeah, like you guys said, I think that it'll always be in the back of your head um, about like, you know, let's say he's on his phone.
2: Well, I was going to say, this is also the girl we know about. I mean, if he's been cheating for two years oh, true. and they've been together for oh, nine, yeah. like what are the odds that this sure is the things. only one?
0: True. And like, you guys are going to be like sitting on the couch and he's going to be on his phone and you're going to be like in the kitchen and he's going to be, you're going to be like looking at him like, who the hell is he texting right now? Like, what is he on his phone doing? And you're going to have that feeling probably for the rest of the time that you guys are together. So you don't want like that kind of uncomfortability. Um, I, I personally couldn't do it. I don't think any three of us could do it. (laughs) (laughs) I
4: think too, like you're like, this person has been lying to your face for every Mm -hmm. day for two years. Like that is a very, and to know that they were capable of doing that, like, in my mind means they're probably capable of doing it again. Hmm. And I just think like a lot of people think that love is enough to save a relationship. It's not, in my opinion. So just because you love this person and they claim to love you, does not mean you're gonna be able to get past this and salvage the relationship. And it actually doesn't mean you should. It probably isn't healthy to begin with. I
2: wanna yeah, know. Totally uh, I wanna know how she found out. That would be really interest uh. me too. Um so Emily, if you're listening and you feel <laughs> uh okay divulging that information and I'd like to email us again please email us and let us know how the whole situation went down because we're all three of us are pretty invested right now and you can email us hey, Jared, I suck what's our, dating.
0: oh yep what's our email address
2: it's i suck at dating at iheartmedia.com baby i'm impressed man four uh, years I'm, of
0: podcasting and you finally got the email right for the first time
2: finally learned how to scroll to the top of the rundown and read the email <laughs> oh, verbatim. You want uh, to
0: read it? You still don't know it off the top of your head?
2: It's, uh, I suck at dating at iHeartMedia.com. Uh, so please uh, keep impressive. emailing us Sienna and Emily. Thank you so much. Uh, Emily, we our hearts go out to you. We wish you nothing but the best. Um, and once again, we would love to hear from you more. Uh, and that's going to do it for this week's episode of help. I suck at dating. Thank you to everybody who's listening. Serena. Thank you so much for joining us. Please give our love to Joe. Uh, And uh, everybody listening, please tune in next week, where hopefully we all suck just a little less. Wait.
0: Hey, Jared, you forgot to plug our next episode this same week, where we've got contestants from Netflix's The Ultimatum, Marry or Move On, joining us. That's right.
4: Oh, my God. I just heard about this show, and I need to watch it. It sounds absolutely chaotic.
0: Well, you're in luck because in a couple— Well, you're going to be part of the interview with them as well, but the listeners are in luck because— In a couple days, that episode will uh, hit Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcast. So stay tuned for that. Uh, Be sure to tune in then because then maybe we'll suck just a little bit less.
2: Follow Help by Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: It's time to celebrate Black History Month.
3: any disease.